It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas. Uh. Oh hello everybody. Welcome to another Thursday night live with Colby Rebel, but I gotta tell you. Tonight is super special. This one's going to go down in the history books. I I am so giddy. It's like it's Christmas for me. I am so excited for our guest tonight. And I mean, he really doesn't even need an introduction. <laughs> He's, he is the god of, of mediumship. <laughs> he is a legend, a pioneer. I mean... I mean, over, oh my goodness, probably over 30 years in in the business of psychic mediumship and sharing the gifts, helping students develop and just producing shows, being on shows. His, his commitment to spirit is like nothing I've ever seen. I mean, truly, truly someone of service. And, you know, I'm, I'm so happy I got to kind of grow up and, and see such magical magnificence on TV, actually. <laughs> um, but just seeing him share his gift and getting to know him myself and how much he helps students and how he's even built his own school to help students. And so uh, I think you will all know who I am talking about, but let me formally introduce the man himself, James Von Prague. Hi, James. <laughs> Hi, Thank you very much. Thank you. I am so excited to have you and and thank you so much. I know you are are so busy and jam packed and um so I'm super super excited to have you. And thank you. I will tell the listeners, you know, if you want to call in, we are going to you have to ask questions about spiritual development or things that signs and symbols. We're not going to do personal readings because this is really about student development and helping students understand the mediumship and the gifts. So that number is 323 And if you'll just kind of keep the questions to the development, uh, that will really help us kind of power through them as well. So James, you know, I, I am excited to have you. It's such an honor. I know for you to carve out that time for me so thank you very much you're welcome thank you for inviting me yeah so i want to you know you've been doing this uh for a long time right and up to 40 years oh and and (laughs) i'll tell you what though you were you know you were really young when you kind of discovered you even had a gift yes yeah my late 20s really 27 28 i think it was and there really wasn't anyone around yet for you to kind of be a have a role model i mean you are the role model yeah, there was no one around. I was the first medium out. Um, George Anderson from Long Island was out. He did it 
before, but he wasn't really on television. He wasn't known in, in television circles. So I was really the first medium ever to be on television. And then after me, Sylvia Brown, John Edwards. Like, I was very, very first one of Larry King Live. Wow. Wow. And, and was it, do you remember being nervous? I mean, do you remember uh, saying, what am I uh, doing? Well, you know, the whole thing was crazy and it's led by spirit, no doubt about it. But a quick story, my first book, Talk in the Heaven, came out. Well, before that, I was on a TV show called Beyond NBC, it was a daytime talk show of all things paranormal. And I was on there and they, you know, people loved it. And a producer of Larry King, Wendy Walker, called up and she said, do you want to be on the show, Larry King Live? I said, I'd love to. She goes, do you have a gimmick? And I said, I told dead people, is that not enough? <laughs> you know, celebrities or do, do that? No, that's all, dead that's all I have. So, okay, maybe next time. So my book came out two years later, and I called her up. I had her phone number, and I called her up, and I explained who I was, and she said, oh, you know, Larry's not really interested in that right now. And her grandfather came through. This is how spirit works. Her grandfather came through and talked about the broken glasses, about the medications her mother's take, all these details. And she said, okay, I got to call my mother. I'll call you back. She goes back for 10 minutes later. And she was freaking out. Everything made sense. And she said, what are you doing tonight? Do you want to be on the show? I said, <laughs> sure. So I went on that night. And what are the odds of that? You know, that, right. that, that American Life hasn't opened that night. And my book, the initial printing of the Talking to Heaven book went from 6,000 to 600,000 in a month. And they had calls. It was a Friday night. And they had calls to CNN bureaus around the world until Sunday afternoon. So it's pretty phenomenal that that happened. And that's how spirit works, you know? Yeah, it's, spirit does does work that way. Do you find that you, you are always using spirit as your compass, as your guide? I I, I, I guess. It, and it changes. You know, it changes probably as we get older and then live life and have experiences. I really have now moved into what they call observation. Okay. And observing the world, observing people, observing situations, and not getting in it, but observing it. So that's really helped me quite a bit. Okay. Okay. And now you've started this incredible school and you know, I, I tell you what, I guess it was there all along. I mean, really you invent, you invent and create the next stage, the next platform for future mediums. And so you created this school of mystical arts, right? Yeah. And yeah. my legacy, it is incredible. I mean, there, there's a lot of, valuable information and courses and we'll we'll go through some of those we're going to talk about it but it's incredible like the amount of effort i mean you can see the amount of effort what was the original idea like hey how did you feel inspired to kind of create this school well you know all through my my career of this work it, it's always been you know it, I, i'm just sharing because i've been giving this information it's not mine to keep it's just sharing enlighten people what this work is all about so I wanted to uh, really create a space where people from all over the world could go to and learn. I couldn't possibly go to every single nation in the country. So I wanted a place there's a community and people can have like-minded experiences with other people and a place where they can go and feel safe and they can learn. And I, I dedicated myself to this school and it took a while for it to develop because I wanted to make sure it was the right people that were behind, like the producer and the cameraman and so forth. And they had the right energy behind it. Right. And I, I really surrendered, let's do it when they were going to do it, and it worked out perfectly. And the one course alone, the medium course, is over 60 videos. It has, uh, I talk to Zoom people. It's, I have a lot of homework assignments. It's, it's pretty extensive. And uh, it's, it's great, though. It's a great, you know, I have to do the best I can because it's all about integrity and responsibility. 
Yeah, there is a lot of uh, integrity. What happens when you have a student? Like, if you have a student and and you just see something so special in them, do do you find a purpose to encourage or to take them? Yes, I, I do. I, I I have done that before, and I, I still do that. And I will. Yes, I, I I will meet with them. I'll talk to them. I will encourage them. I will help them. Assist them. Um, you know, part of being in medium or going in, into that art of mediumship is also, as you know, it's it's learning from your own soul. It's your own soul evolve. So part of the journey of mediumship is really for that person that to let their soul evolve and have a relationship with their soul. Yes. So they have to be willing to do that as well. You see. So um, sometimes you'll meet there that person. They have everything together, and it's like, wow, you're going to be a great medium. So yes, several of those people, and they're still around. They're still around. Yeah. <laughs> How was it, uh, you know, can you think back to, you know, you started this in your later 20s, you said, um, how was it kind of coming out of the spiritual closet? That's what I always call it, the spiritual closet. Well, you know, I grew up Catholic, you know, a very, I was going to be a priest, I was in seminary for a Ooh. year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was and um, I, it was very interesting. I knew from a very young age when I would see spirit and, and know things. That I I don't know I just knew it was very natural it wasn't something I had to attain it kind of was with, within me I, you know somebody called me I've always been somebody maybe that's just the way I am that I just I know I knew what truth was I knew when I was doing a reading that that the healing that would happen was so powerful and that that would change people's lives and to me it was just very natural and I had to do it there's no way of not doing it and you know from a very young age this is really interesting I I came in this way I think I came in pretty secure. I came in that I'm the youngest of four children, and I've always been a good sense of myself, and, and, and not ego, but a sense of who I am, right? And and to this day, I love the the uh, phrase, "What do people think of you is none of your business." Yes. Oh. <laughs> you get caught up in that stuff, and it's just stuff. But I kind of knew who I was, my own value. And listen, my first, uh, my adopted mother, or Connie Leaf, who I dedicated my first book to, she really looked at me and she said, "You're something special with you." She recognized it, whatever that was. When I was a little boy and she took me under her wing and that helped me a lot of course but yeah. always, i don't like really care what people think about me i just i know the work you got the work and that's what i do and i think you have to i, I teach that as well i encourage people just to be themselves you know as oscar wilde said everybody else is taken <laughs> <laughs> i love it though because you know the the part about mediumship that makes it so special is the connection with spirit but the the personality of the medium right it is very important, very important, because, I mean, the, and the personality is a, something where, well, let's just put it this way, like you, outgoing, fun, sense of humor, uh, interest, a lot, of, a lot of things, a lot of interest. Um, that really makes a great medium because you can have many, many different spirits then who have different walks of, from different walks of life that you can bring through because your personality lends itself to being open and discovering things and having fun. You open up, you expand that space, and it's it's great for a spirit then. You don't have to be so limited, because as you know, when you do the work, you don't want a limited recipient. You don't want a limited spirit, and sometimes you have that. So the more expansive you can be, personality-wise, it's great. I also when I teach, a lot of them have shy students. Yes. I, I force them to look at themselves and start laughing. They're telling jokes and have a good time. Let's dance, and they really like that because they have to go from their head to their heart. You know, we see so much of in our head. Just go from the head to the heart. Once they get into that heart space, they're in. They're gold, you know. So it's just reminding them of who they are, I guess. Yeah, and and then just helping them kind of hone those gifts, access yeah. them. Believing in themselves, you know, believing in themselves and who, what they have. Everybody has different gifts or different, you know, different availabilities to them. 
Yeah. And so, you know, you, you, I'm very honest with people and I, you know, not everybody's a medium. Right. Um, people can be healers, people can be therapists, people can be chefs, people can be accountants. It's all service. It's all using that creative energy in what way you're meant for. Yeah. So now you, you, I don't even know how you keep up your energy because you, you Four do. planets in Leo. I think that's what I was thinking about that earlier. Four planets in Leo. And it's all the Scorpio house, which is intense energy. I think that says, I was folding my laundry before. I'm like, God, what do I get all this energy? I'm going to be 60 years old. I'm like, well, what do I, I still feel like a kid. And I realized I have four planets in Leo. Go, go, go. And it's a lot in Scorpio house. which is very intense. So maybe that's it. It's my makeup. You, you do a lot. I mean, and yeah. you know, you, you do so much traveling. You do live shows all the time. You do radio shows, interviews, appearances, and you write a ton of books. Uh <laughs> You have written so many books, but again, that path and that purpose of educating and sharing that gift and helping others explore and develop. Um, do you ever get tired? Is there ever a time where you just have to say, uh, I'm sorry, spirit, I got to, I got to tune out for a few days. Sure. Um, what I do is I have, I'm lucky and fortunate enough, thank you spirit world to have a really a nice house in Encinitas, California. And it's it's obviously they they get made this happen because I'm a gardener, I create gardens. Oh yeah. I have a, now a new business called Healing Gardens, and I work with people and create healing gardens for them. I love to ground myself in the garden, so I'm in the garden all day long, and that really helps me. And so when I'm on a tour or something, I come back, I'm just frazzled at the end, and I just come back into my place, my garden, and I'm great. And it's really funny because I don't like going out much. I stay behind the you know. The door is here. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I just sort of look calm and relaxed and, you know, I do my school and I do, you know, interviews. But, yeah, I, I really am fortunate. And uh, I just love, I love to be in the garden. That helps me. Yeah. Gardens and uh, hiking, I think, are always nature. <laughs> nature. Nature, right? Nature. Yes. It's great, too. You know, the beach is great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you are, you are, you know, teaching a few courses. So I'll mention them and then we'll, you know, I have some uh, callers ask questions about their own development to see where they may fit into one of these courses. But you have this uh, unlock your soul's purpose. And that's um, incredible because this unlock, you know, it's a video course. You help people predict their own future. So can you explain that course a little bit for the listeners? Yeah, a little bit um, so they'll understand it because I go through a whole step. To it. But, you know, as I say many times that we as a soul being, it's like 20% is in the body, 80% is out of the body. Yeah. So your, your higher self, the oversoul. So in this course, I have them, I work with them in tuning into their oversoul self, their, their, that part of themselves. And of course, um, there is no such thing as time. Time is only the linear world, three-dimensional world. So if you can tune into what you desire, visualizations, um, wishing, um, seeing it happen, it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of um, um, action, reaction, um, really what uh, just bringing into your space that which you want and yeah. declaring, declaring that it's yours. And, and you're you, worthy of it. And you have and, them do this manifest, manifestation map. Yes. It's really cool. Because what does your soul like? What does your soul love? Where does your passion come from? You make a list of the passion and have them do this like map of where they want to explore about, explore about themselves and discover. And it, it opens up the whole space for them. And uh, it really it really does help them to find their purpose. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I can. It, and that's the thing. It's kind of going that inwards a little bit, right? 
yeah, and it's not what you think it is. It's always something new. It's always something very different. And again, I'm going back to what I said before. The more you try to be like another person, forget it. You can't be. Yeah. You yourself. And people love that self-discovery, and that's part of the work. It's it's self-discovery. So your soul has all the answers. It's just letting yourself take the time to listen to your soul and 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 really blending with that 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 being that that part of yourself and honoring it and, and doing it and just living it. So you had a near-death experience right yeah. you you hit your head um yes i did and I, then you I, you you saw the ribbon uh, can you can you explain that like what what did that near-death experience feel like for you and did it change your mediumship oh yeah 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 it did it happened on a, on a year in 2004 five six i don't remember the year it was but it was um i was um i had to go to la for a meeting and I hadn't eaten lunch, so I went to this deli, and um, it was a, a Middle Eastern deli. So I just walked in, and it, we were in Iraq at the time. So I said, "I wanted to be nice to these people." So I was, I got a, a lettuce thing, salad, whatever. Well, I didn't know the lettuce was bad; it was tainted. So, oh, yeah. So that night uh, or the next morning, I, I was vomiting really badly from LA back down. To, I lived, lived at the beach at the time, and I, every exit I'd go up and. Let go. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. So um, to make a long story short, um, it was all day long. And my husband, Brian, wasn't he was working at the time at, at the post office. So about seven o'clock at night, he came home and I said, I've been really bad. Blah, blah, blah. I go into the bathroom and all of a sudden I black out. My head hits the, hits the vanity. Blood is everywhere. Ooh. And I pop out of my body. I'm looking down and I'm like, what the heck? And I'm like, what is I'm like, oh, no, Don't tell, I, I knew it wasn't my time. I just knew that. Like, what am I doing here? And all of a sudden, I saw my cousin Patricia, who completed suicide about 20 years before, who taught me metaphysics when I was a kid, by the way. And I'd never seen her since she's passed, and for the first time. And she looked at me and I said, What's going on? And she said, It's going to be over. Don't worry. And I said, Be over, over, or over? Because you still have your sense of humor, right? Your personality. And she left, and my father came to me, and he was 27 years old. He was holding up a rose, and he says, Not your time. You got to go back. And, and that's when I saw the ribbons of, of everyone's head. There's a beautiful ribbon that feeds into the tapestry of, of, of us, of yeah. all of us. And every thought has a color to it, and it, it falls into that tapestry. And at the end of our life, we got to look back and see the conditions we created with our thoughts. So I knew that. I also had this sensation that we're all one, that sense that, sense that we are one being. Uh, two greatest illusions in the three-dimensional world. One is death. There is no such thing. And the other is the sense of being separate. When right. in really reality, we're one. So I had that sense of that, that one is. and then all of a sudden um i came back into my body and i was like i woke up my head was really hurt and brian was looking over me and he said james wake up wake up and i opened up my mouth and my eyes and i said dying is easy living is hard <laughs> oh wow right and then i spent two weeks in a hospital and i had lost a lot of blood and it was a mallory weiss tear my esophagus was ripped from Ooh. doing that so yeah it was really what and then then my mediumship I was at um, uh, several, I do, you know, I do all these shows. And one of the promoters in me for years, she came up to me after and she said, your mediumship has changed. You're at a higher vibration. And then I paid attention to it and she was right. And uh, was more guides came through, uh, lesson teaching, totality, all these different things came through. It was very different quality mediumship. So yeah, it did change. It brought up a little bit and um, I had to go through that from spiritually evolved. Well, we're glad you're still here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, maybe not as happy as Brian is, right? But <laughs> right, right, right. Right. 
<laughs> no, it's it's uh, but what a you know what a story to share and what an experience to have because it does it just adds that whole layer of like now I had this and I was teach you were already teaching you were already yeah. doing it. And then to have, you know, if anyone didn't need an NDE, it's you. <laughs> so uh, how about, you know, we take a caller with a question about development. Okay. So how about number 8201, if you have a question about spiritual development. So number 8201, who is this? Hello? Teresa. Hi, Hello? Teresa. It's Colby and James. Hi, Teresa. Hi. Hi, honey. Do you have a question about, you know, the development or the gifts, things like that that you want to ask? Um, I guess I'm just wondering how, uh, I, you know, you get feelings and you question yourself whether you do have the gift or you don't have the gift. And at what point do you, re do you know uh, about the things you're feeling? Yeah. So the validation I, at what point, sense? yeah. Yes, at what point is there yes. validation that there's something more for you to pursue with your gifts? Correct. Right. So, Correct. so everybody, uh, Teresa, every single person is intuitive. So intuition means into the soul, it's the language of our soul. And we're very intuitive as babies. We survive that way. And, and so we all have intuition, but when you go from your heart instead of your head, then you're in, then you, the feeling is your heart. And your gut will always be right. But when you second guess it and use your head, then you'll be cut off and it'll be wrong, right? But the more you practice your intuition, right. like every day the phone rings, who's, who's on the phone? Or you get a, a bill in the mail and you try to intuit how much it is. Or a parking space in Los Angeles would do that. So whatever, you, wherever you can use your intuition, it, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the more it grows and expands. And that's who you are. You know, you're a soul. So that's your natural language. So... When you get the, you, you try and you, you attempt to do these things and use your intuition, you'll notice that sometimes it comes in very strong and other times it doesn't. And you'll notice, then you'll begin to see why it comes in strongly and why it doesn't. Most of the time it's in your head, that's why. But you'll notice a pattern and that's how you can learn to use it and trust it. You start trusting and have a confidence and then it opens up right away. I think you should, Teresa. I think you, you feel like you have it, but you've been a little bit lazy about using it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's, a, you know, a lot going on, and then you get, like, a little bit nervous and question things, and then, of course, you know, the people around you <laughs> always make it difficult, but, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> so I wish I would become yeah. more confident and just step out of my shell. Yeah, well, Teresa, that's just like James is saying, something you can do. It's a muscle. Get out there and practice. And through that practice, you'll be able to build that confidence, okay? And it's a great uh, right. course. Right. Oh, yeah. So, um, all right. So I'll talk about that. But thank you so much, Teresa. I'm glad you got through with your, your question for James. So congrats to you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Always great speaking to you. Oh, have, have a, a good wonderful night. evening. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. So, right. There is the psychic portal portals class where you're helping them to build their psychic and mediumship gifts, helping them strengthen those clairs. Um, and getting a clearer message, right? Oh, through the right there. thank you, Tom. Yeah, yeah it's really like <laughs> the foundation for mediumship, and, and, and you know, every medium is not every medium. Two very different things. So one has to be very much um, skilled at, at intuition, 
and the psychic portals opens people up in a different level and I help them to grow and then be confident and trust what they feel, what they sense, what they see. And uh, yeah, so everybody's different and um, it's a great it's a great beginnings course, I guess you could say. And so do you have students who can you tell just by either looking at them or talking to them if they're clairvoyant or clairaudient? Okay. <laughs> I see their colors. So maybe okay. see their aura field. I'm able to see these chalk points and I'll see what's closed down, what's open. Yeah. A lot of approach our closed down. So we'll see that. I'll see them. And um, yeah, it's really amazing to go through a, a workshop, a five-day workshop with them because in the beginning, the first day they're all like closed down, fear, fear. And the last day they're all open and flying in the air and great it's great to do that. that's why i teach i teach because you know i say to people you're talking to dead people that's that's, that's <laughs> the hardest part of my job is i see people's potential and they don't see it for themselves yeah the yeah i'm i'm curious so the colors the tapestry that you said you saw before did you did you see colors before the nde in people were you able to notice colors before that experience Yes, I okay. did, but not, maybe not the values of color. So That's it's kind of like polarized sunglasses. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's correct. And, and kind of expansive energy, if the NDE, I guess that's what, that's what I describe it, more expansive energy. Okay. More understanding, more connection to people. Yeah. Oh, incredible. All right. How about uh, another caller? Okay. Nice. All right. So let us do number 12, 208. Uh, what is your development question? Who is this? You are so hot. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who is who is this? Oh my god. Okay, I'm not wasting any time. My name is Lacey and I'm just whatever. I'm open. Well, Lacey, the questions are about your spiritual development. So do you have questions about development or how to develop gifts? Things like that for James. We're not doing any readings. Um <laughs> Not particularly, so I'll get off the line and let you guys find somebody that does. I, was, I wasn't watching oh, the live. Okay, no, that's okay. That's okay, Lacey. You know what? I, I'll tell you what, just the <laughs> fact that you got through is probably a sign and inspiration for you to maybe visit James's website and kind of take a look to see what classes sure. are there because there's obviously a guy talking to you now. <laughs> well, I just maybe it's just reaffirming. I can assure you I have zero abilities. I'm a psychic shit show so i maybe it's just a sign saying like there's something out there but that's okay i will i'll i'll get off okay <laughs> well sorry okay. about that okay well there you go it happens so um but that's so funny because people are always looking kind of for that information that inspiration but you're teaching them hey you can find it within yourself oh for sure everybody can be the best medium they can be their own great medium because you know, they asked me, can you contact this person, my friend, my mother or my father? Well, you know them better than I do, so you'd be able to hear them better. And, you know, the, the funny thing is the only difference between the spirit world and us, their souls that discarnate, we're the incarnate, we're in the body. Their soul that's out of the body. It's the only difference. So in, in the mind, the mind is the soul, the soul is the mind. If we open up our mind and we ask a question, let's say a mother, give me a thought about something and just open up and surrender to that, and you'll start hearing it and feeling it. And again, uh, everybody can do that. Of course, there are different levels of mediumship, um, but definitely the basic part, people never can do that. Okay. Now, so we have a, a question. Someone wants to know how do they recognize a sign from a loved one? So what do you say uh, there? <laughs> that's great. That's great. So 
I'm a little, I cover this in school. So, so one of the things you could ask is number one, um, if you want to be specific about a loved one, let's say a, a father, um, I want my dad, dad, can you give me a sign um, in the next day or two days? I want a sign for you. And you can make whatever you want, dad, but I'm going to be open minded. So you'll be walking around and I'm telling you within 48 hours, there'll be a specific unique sign and you'll know it from the father because the energy of the sign. It might be something the father loved or liked, or you feel the energy of that father figure. And it's not like you have to go and make it happen. It'll just appear. So just surrender to that that, uh, that, that, that experience. Because the spirit world is always around us, and they know what we want. And they'll do everything to fulfill that. So we get signs in all the ways. Every day we have signs all around us. We're just going to be open to them. Do you see signs yourself? I do. I, I see signs, and I see, you know, really probably... I, I see license plates, I see billboards. I, it's, it's pretty wild, it's pretty wild. But a really fun story, quickly. Yes, please. Um, part about one of my books. Um, I was doing a, my TV show, Beyond, it was, and it was when in the 90s there. And I remember the night before, I went to bed, I was not feeling great, and um, Brian and I might have had an argument just that. Oh. And I guess I went to fall, just about fall asleep, and there's a being at the end of my bed, big tall being. I said, who are you? And the person, person I said, you would know me as Abraham Lincoln, but I'm now part of the new order. And we want you to know that we're with you and we're going to help to change the consciousness. And, like, and I'm like, what? I'm very down to earth. Like, what? Abraham Lincoln? You would know me as that personality, but you know, we're here to let you know we're going to help you to change things. We're working with you. Fine. I said, I need proof. I'm very skeptical. I need to be a proof to say Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln? I need proof. So the, the being said, you will have your proof. Remember, we told you. Fine. The next morning, I wake up to the fax machine going off, and it was um, um, uh, my editor who sent me a chapter in my book, and it was a, a chapter of questions people have, and then answering it. I looked over the questions and answers, and the question was, what is a premonition? And she answered it, and I looked at her answer. She wrote, a premonition is before foresight before something happens, you have to see it or know it. Just like the very famous Abraham Lincoln death scene that he was laid out in. in yep. And yep. I'm like freaked out. I'm like, what? So then that afternoon, um, I talked to my friend Peter on the phone. I said, how was your weekend? He goes, it's been kind of strange. I said, well, why? He said, some friends of mine bought me a painting. I said, well, that's very odd that you're painting. What was the painting? He said it was called Abraham Lincoln Freeman Slate. <laughs> that night, I'm, I'm paying some bills at my dining table, and my wallet falls off the table. I look down and pick it up, and it's a $5 bill. Wow. Every day since, I've had some sign from Lincoln whether it's like I'm driving this Lincoln billboard or a car Lincoln or someone mentions Lincoln in an interview every day. And that's been now about 10 years, probably. Wow. Over 10 years. Um, it was it was constant for the first like seven years. And so that's really pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I haven't forgotten that they're working for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. And what a great story. Now, that kind of, you know, just the, leads to another question. You had you mentioned you had an argument the night before. Um, just as a medium, as a professional medium, we have lives, right? You got to live your life. You have relationships, struggles. What happens if you have to see a client or have to do a, a platform or something, and and something like that happens before? How would you handle that? Well, you know, probably I think it comes a lot with life, life experience, being old, and. Um, <laughs> And, and really what you're, um, what, what, what important, you have to get your, you know, the, the, what's important in your life. Priorities, you got to priorities. And priorities for me is spirit, it always has been. And you know, we are souls having an experience, not the other way around. 
Yeah. So we're going to remember that. And if we live our lives in that perspective that we're souls, first and foremost, and that we're all going to have these human dramas because this is our school, yep. school for the soul. And the different lessons we have to learn with our loved ones, with our family and our friends. Like, uh, so how am I handling this? You know, um, Life is a series of choices, and all choices are based upon either love or fear. That's all there is. So where are we looking at? What's resonating? Fear in this situation or love? So use that a lot. I go always back to love. I, if I'm working in a, in a platform or one-on-one, uh, -on -one, I really go back to that soul, soul work. It's my soul work. It has nothing to do with the human. It's soul work. It's unconditional love. So I go into that headspace of looking at this person working with or the audience, that they are God, that I'm working with about their life, that we're all connected. So I get that mindset and mind shift, if you will. And it works. It's, it's, it's perfect. It's great. Oh, good. Yeah, it's kind of you. Later, come back to the human seventh. You know. Yeah, and then you'll sort it out. But life is so short that it, it, life is made up of moments. So I would say to you, you got to make the most of the moments because yesterday's already happened. Tomorrow's yet to be. So live in this moment right now. And make great moments. Yeah. To be, be proud of the time you left on the you spent on the earth. Make sure the earth world's better off after you left it when you found it that's a it's an incredible like intention and way to look at it right that's yeah. fabulous um all right looks like we have a caller with a question about development so number one uh it's 208 and let's see who we have here who is this this is colby Colby, this is Leilani. Hey, and hi, James. Leilani. We've got uh, James yes. on. Do you have a spiritual question for him, a development question? I do. Um, I have just come into my abilities. Um, mm -hmm. In fact, Colby, you were the one who triggered it by yeah. having a reading with you. When you <laughs> said, hey, you're one of us. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it. I know. Um, mm -hmm. And so with, what I'd like to know is, um, I have not been able to see spirit yet. I can hear them. They're talking to me very clearly and clear cognizance, um, clear audience, but I don't see them. So is there something that I'm doing that's blocking it, or is there something that I can do that would um, increase that ability to be able to see them? Well, you know, you, you might have a clear cognizance might be strong for you, and the clairvoyance not as strong, but that you could definitely, I think you can see. Um, the different exercises, there are a lot of different exercises. I use a blindfold a lot when teaching. Oh, yeah. And have a student put a blindfold on and describe colors or have someone stand in front of you and describe what they're like. Um, I also ask the spirit to show me something of themselves. So what color hair do you have? And, and you have to ask that. Show me your color hair. Where's the sense? What do you sense from it? What color kind of clothes? What do your clothes look like? What does the face look like? What, what can you describe them? If you want to break through a spirit and you hear from them first, write down their name or whatever and then start writing down what they look like physical traits from them just write them all down and that you're seeing mm -hmm. them, and ask them you have to ask them show me show me show me and then sweetheart Lilani, you got to be patient you got to be patient yeah if you're overthinking it you're getting in the way right yeah so yeah. And that and also you can do meditation too to open up the third eye more so you can the, the wonderful meditation i have the school page that um you bring energy and power up that that third eye chakra and you open it up, you open up the indigo colors and you explore the different layers of the color and, and the sights. So you're opening up that, and you can picture a big like eyeball, like, an eyelid opening up and a bright <laughs> light comes out. That works, it really does. So try different ways to open up that space. Well, but, there you go, Leilani. I hope that helps, well, honey. That patience, it my does. I, 
classmate's third eye, but I can't see them like in the room. <laughs> oh, well, that you know, that may that's, not, that's a physical thing. So they may be more mental. It may be more mental mediumship or like James is saying, just kind of develop the clair, clairvoyance with it. So you're going to have to practice and be patient. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure it wasn't something that I was doing that was blocking it no. or. No. no. No, get out of your way. Don't think yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, you honey. Bye, Leilani. Thanks. Bye. Um, we have uh, someone who typed in a question. She wants to know why would her guides show she's able to connect to her guides and they'll tell her about other people, but they won't tell her about herself. So... Do you have an answer for that one? <laughs> that might be her soul's lesson, one of the soul's lessons, that things are not shown right away, that she's got to go through certain things, to maybe an understanding of herself, a relationship with her own soul, um, and that might be the lessons that she's got to learn, very important spiritual lessons, so that might be it there. Yeah, okay, good, okay, good. Now, you're going to do the Hay House Live coming up, right? You're going to be in Toronto? I'm going to be in Toronto in May. That's correct. And I'll be with a lot of other um, spiritual new age uh, authors and teachers. And uh, yeah, it'll be wonderful. I, I love Toronto. I've been there. I haven't been there for a while. So it's great. It's great. It's a great city. Have fun. Yeah, I'll be there in May. And yeah. I'm all over the country this year. And then I'll be in England in June. Are you? Yeah, I'll be at, yes, with Tony Stockwell. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. I'm going to be in London. I'm going to work in London for a couple of days. Oh, that's nice. Now, the, Tony is great, isn't he? Is he? He's been on the show, too. He's yeah, really... Tony's not known to me a long time. And Tony and I have toured together, and he's a great guy. Wonderful Pisces man. Funny, 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 as you know. Really quick sense of humor. He, yeah, he is. Yeah. So now, in your, um, in your own life, you know, we know your garden, which is wonderful. Um, what are the other things that you like to do just kind of in a, in a normal round so that people know that, that mediums have normal, normal lives? I'm sorry, that word normal. I <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 people would be very surprised, but I have a legitimate Broadway voice. I was going to be a, a, an actor and sings, and I, I actually took some voice, I took voice lessons. I have a pretty good, legit voice. I used to do auditions in New York, and um, I'm still involved kind of in that. Um, I'm writing a musical right now. Oh, wow. And um, I worked with Stephen Schwartz, who did Wicked and Godspell, and we did a show called Houdini. He did it, actually. And he asked my opinion, and um, anyway, I introduced him to mediumship. And he might be someone I'm going to do this musical, but we'll we'll see. But I don't know, there's there's different ways of teaching. I I love to express, obviously, at Fort Plants and Leo, express myself. So whether it's gardening or writing a book or teaching a class or doing a platform or one-on-one, it's let's say it's just using that creative energy yeah. and, find it, and really enjoying, enjoy every moment of it. And it's that, as you know, creativity, you're very so creative. It's that creative energy. Enjoy that creative energy. You know, don't, don't, don't lose that moment because, you know, it might not come again. So, and again, what other people think of us in our business. I love that you you say that because we we do get too we do get too discouraged and bogged down by the thoughts and opinions of others. Yeah, and when, you know when we pass over, you won't have their thoughts or opinions. You just by yourself. Yeah. You, okay, what should I do with that? Yeah. So, yeah. No one can love you more than you can love yourself because nobody knows you better than yourself. Right. So. I love it. I it's so it's so true and you you know there's so many things that you've done that are 
I mean, listen, I, I think there's a lot of mediums who really owe you a lot. <laughs> I've heard that before. I, I agree. I'll take that. I agree. I, I, that was my sole plan, I guess. As a, you know, like I said earlier, pioneer, opening up the door. That, yeah. I took a lot of bullets. I took a lot of bullets. A lot of bullets. Yeah. That was my role. That was my plan, my divine plan. And, and it... Was, but it's so courageous at the same time. I mean, th- I mean, it's so you're, you're so courageous. Now. You're freaking me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm in my bathroom, told my my hair, my friend Marilyn comes through. I've known she was in development circles with me and so forth, went around the world, Brazil, and different places. She came through me, and she only comes a couple of times, and she said, "You're very courageous." <laughs> For a living, right? well, that, well, maybe, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a, uh, my Marilyn is uh, your Abraham, right? There you go, there you go. <laughs> oh, that, that's a good story too, Colby. I was doing a reading for a lady. Forgive me, I don't remember her name. I should remember her name. It's terrible. She's very well known. A, a, a director's daughter. Uh, anyway, she was roommates with Marilyn Rowe, and she was writing a book about Marilyn. This is back in the nineties, and I did a reading for her, one-on-one reading, and. Um, you know, Marilyn didn't come through to the very end. And she's, she's Norma Ray. She was just, that's her name. And I said, you know, all she is saying is, I wish they, in the public, would pay homage to themselves instead of to me. Oh, wow. That just gave me chills. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that, the personality of that, what the earth people make of these stars and celebrities, that's not real. That's not who they are. It's yeah. what they do with the work. It's what they do to help others. And it's really what... When you put it aside, you have nothing but the good deeds you've done. Yes. But the missed opportunities. So, you know, Lucille Ball came to me and she said, I chose to be healing through through comedy. That was my soul. I'm not what those people think I am. I'm more than that. So yeah. Really- I lo- that's incredible. Um, now, you did The Ghost Whisperer. Or you, you produced that, co-produced it, right? I, I really created The Ghost Whisperer. Wow. I, yeah, I did. I created The Ghost Whisperer and I hired the writer. I hired the executive producer with me. And I couldn't get credit for the writing it or creating it because no one told me I had to write this pilot. So <laughs> I, I really created that show. And, and it's like Brian, my husband, um, he created Jim Clancy, who was her husband. What he does, because CBS said, we need an occupation for the guy. Wow. So said, why don't we make him a paramedic? Because he can help people before they pass and she helps them after they pass. So CBS loved the idea of the paramedic. That's what that came from. And uh, it was a good, it was a good show. Five seasons. Jennifer Love Hewitt was was wonderful to work with. A Pisces lady, very sweet, a good good cast. For two years, uh, Aisha Tyler, or one year, Aisha Tyler, and um, the guy that played her husband, um, they wouldn't really talk to me. Oh wow! What's going on here? I didn't know. And later, I found out they thought I could read their mind. <gasps> oh yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> No, I really don't go around reading people's minds. <laughs> I love it. Well, you seem to be connected to Pisces. I'm on the cusp of Pisces. Does that <laughs> do I get it? I'm on the cusp, Pisces Aries, uh, March 21st. So I'm. Oh wow! So you have the Pisces overlay, which is great. I'm also a cusp baby. Are I'm you? A, yeah, Leo Virgo, August 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Pisces is where you go psychic. Go you stuff. I love it. I love it. Now, we, we have another question. This is about platform. So for any of the listeners out there, when James is mentioning platform, that basically means when you're in front of an audience delivering a message. So this 
person has a question, she's, or I assume I'm going to the lights on while you're talking. Keep on talking. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the question is, when this, I thought it was a she, that's so funny. Uh, When this person is doing platform, they kind of feel a direction in an area and they're getting information, but how can they be more accurate about kind of honing in on on the recipient? Well, you know, it's, it's really practice, practice 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 and in each demonstration is very different than one before so every demonstration is very very different there are some that are so easy that you'll get the direction right and it's that row back there the two people right there yes or right, this will be a, it'll be a struggle it depends a lot on the audience yeah you know, you know the recipients and depends upon the spirit people and mm-hmm. also the medium but I would say practice is really the best um that's the go with your feelings you want to feel where you are or who you Give, let them use you. Always try it as a medium. Once you always start with a tool all the time. So try something new each time you do platform. Try a different technique. Ask the spirit people. Give me something weird. Like the Tony Stockwell does this. Give me something really weird. <laughs> yeah. And you know he wants to work through a hamster. I'm like what? And, yeah. and the the so try. You know always try to do something new in your way you receive and the way that you uh, connect with the recipient. Okay. Okay. That's, that's good. I hope that helps the, uh, listener there. So now how about, uh, someone, how do you tell them to quiet that mind chatter? Cause you know, especially when someone is learning and developing that mind chatter can go crazy. It goes crazy. It goes crazy. So in the school, I talk about running the energy. So bringing earth energy up, cosmic energy down, the heart simultaneously sending it out. So you're clearing the chakra points and opening that up. That's the first thing. And then really what I do is, you know, I explain to them, well, you know, like meditation, people want to meditate, but they can't because of chatter, right? So what we can do is realize that it's okay, you're going to get weird stuff in your head, like, okay, what am I going to eat, mm, you know, what am I going to eat tonight, chicken or fish or vegetables, oh, and, you know, and that go back to the own century or so. The thing is, if you just be aware that you're going to have these thoughts, and they're okay, don't put an emotional charge on them. Oh, okay. Just mindful that they're going to be there, and they'll pass. It's just like riding like you're in a boat. You can have waves rock the boat, but don't give it any energy. You know, just you gotta observe it and let it go. And just go back to breath. I use breath a lot. So go back into the breath. Yeah. <sighs> back to center. That really helps. Breathing really helps. That that's the key. Yeah. The right? That really is good. That's perfect. And um you, with the school, you 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 know, you have students that they don't even know if they even have anything. I mean, like we all know everyone's got intuition, right? Like you were saying, but they're just even wanting to play with it. But you can really help someone from that beginner intuition level all the way through the advanced student exactly. as well. And I have people that go in, they want to think they're psychic, but you know, they resonate more with healing, but the healing course. Okay. And it's really giving them the freedom to discover for themselves really what is their abilities and, and, and honoring that. So yeah. not mediums, healers, therapists. So that's part of the school as well is, is again, self-discovery, your soul discovery and honoring that. So that's a big part of it. Soul, soul evolution, soul expansion. 
Yeah, so we, we kind of just mentioned a few of these courses that oh you're God, offering. But on the website, there you guys, there are dozens and dozens, plus all the books and the resources that are available. So please, you know, go to James's website because you will see the school. It's James Ron Prague School of Mystical Arts, right? Yeah, it's and the my website's vanprog.com. So it's easy. I mean, anyone who, I mean, all you have to do is just, I mean, really, even if you just Google, it's, you're everywhere. It's like the, <laughs> but I, I want to, you know, honestly, just take a moment and, and thank you. Th thank you for being on the show, but really right. thank you for all the work that you've done and the inspiration and motivation that you've provided so many, not just aspiring psychics and mediums and healers, but people and the messages that you've given. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's very kind. And I, I, I take it. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's very nice of you. And um, I really, I do. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Yes. And we are, you know, again, we love you here at UBN and, you know, wishing you all the best this year. Uh, and, and your calendar should be on uh, your website, right? All the events yeah, and people, they can follow you. And uh, you'll be in Toronto in May. So super exciting. And and you're meeting with Mavis. So Facebook Live every morning. I do Soulful Morning. Soulful Morning, yes. Facebook Live. I try to do that every morning. I try the best I can. I'm not a morning person. Sometimes really hard. But I try, and there's some people join my Facebook page. It's great. Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm around. So. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes, we, we definitely know that you are around, but you are greatly, greatly appreciated. So thank you. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful night. Bye, James. Strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this foot along this hall, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.